Carl here from Games Brains of Bang Life, GBHBall.com for short. And I'm here with heavy metal band Rusty Eye, who, let's be honest, have been riding high on the back of their latest release, Dissecting Shadows, which came out October 23rd, 2020. So just over a week ago, the dust is beginning to settle a little on that release. Does it feel like that for you guys? Are you able to uh, relax, take a breath? Uh, well, yeah, definitely. I mean, uh, it's been, um, it was a very difficult album to make and uh, we really wanted to, uh, to make an impact this time around to do something uh, bigger than we ever have. And so far, like it's uh, it's been getting uh, attention, which is good. You know, like we're uh, uh, we're never being one of those bands that like uh, get a lot of attention from the media, that sort of thing, the radios, all that mm -hmm. stuff, right? So, um, and I don't think we're even the type of band for that, but we always try to get the most uh, listeners that we can. So I think we're. Uh, definitely unlocking the next level with this this release good 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 anything to add Farrell? um well it's been a long uh process we've been working on this album for a lot of years mm. and uh you know everything happening the way it did with the end of the world and all that so it's it's kind of a surreal experience more than anything else like i'd rather be hitting the ground running right now and be playing like show after show after show after show after show but, you know, we're relying more on digital promotion means and we're trying to figure out like, okay, what's a cool thing we can do? We've got an idea for a new like, um, like virtual reality, interactive 3D video type thing. But, you know, it's, it's a weird, surreal experience more than anything else is, is what I can say. So we were just talking about, um, well, basically just the release, the fact that we've hit the ground running. It's a week over since, a week since it's been released. And kind of onto that, I guess, we'll dive into the simple fact which you already highlighted, Baron, yourself. Um, 2020 as a whole, it's been a difficult year. And obviously not just for musicians, everyone, but in yourselves, and we'll start with uh, yourself, Baron, and we'll work our way around. How have you been holding up this year, personally? Uh, sorry. How have you been holding up this year throughout 2020 and the difficulties it has, not just as a band, but on a, a personal level as well? Um, well, it's definitely, crazy i mean mm. you see the way people react to this kind of thing and it's uh you can definitely tell that fear is ruling everybody's minds there's not a lot of like clear thought there's not a lot of clear information either but you know people are freaking out i'm freaking out you know uh, i i have more of like a big picture like zoom on this like watching the de destruction of like our society and our economy and our way of life and everything and a lot of people seem to be cheerleading it so you know, it's a weird thing. Um, I mean, of course, it's horrible that there's the, a bad virus going on, but we need to understand all angles of like what the impact is of the actions we're taking. Mm. Yeah, yeah. What about yourself, Ms. Randall? Um, yeah, I guess I guess uh, I would mimic that. It, I mean, to be honest, uh, I started on a high this year. It was going great. It, it was just uh, up till like, you know, when this whole thing happened, everything was going great. And um, but yeah, it just kind of put a uh, stop to a lot of like plans, life plans, like, I don't know, first world problems, like travel plans or dumb <laughs> things like that. But also just kind of just, uh, well, your honeymoon. Of, uh, yeah, exactly. I just got <laughs> married and, uh, just a lot of things kind of just got canceled. Everything got canceled and that 
sucks. Uh, but at the same time, I feel like, you know, we've been trying to get with a family more mm -hmm. and um, just being in touch. Uh, it's been hard because I have relatives in Mexico too that I care about and, and things in Mexico are not great and not very clear either what's going on. So, and, and then on the personal level, artistically, it's been, it's been um, hard for us to get together, you know, to fully to, to do more of the continuation of, of, of our activities. To, yeah. To, yeah. So it's, it's been um, challenging, but luckily we were able to pull through and, and make these videos and, and put out the album. Um, and I, I feel like, Tony, well, Baron Mertlin and Mr. Rust have been doing a, a great job, like um, taking on a bunch of uh, responsibilities. I uh, I took on a new job. Mm. Somehow, it's it's really hard trying to jump on a new job, you know, in this day and age. So, of it's been <laughs> interesting. But you know what? Um, I reconnected like. With, I mean, I've always been an outdoorsy person, and I feel like my therapy has been like just going out and hiking and just being out. <laughs> I have to ask then: Is your background your actual where you are, or is that no. a, a background? <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, I think actually it, this is the background from Ex Machina. The movie. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> say, wow, so, that was amazing. You've got loads of hiking opportunities then. I, it does. It does look real. It does. Look real. <laughs> yeah, I, I love. I like. Just wonder, like sci-fi backgrounds. Oh, that's uh, awesome! I've, I've, yeah. <laughs> and yourself, Mr. Rust. Uh, well, I think that the important thing. Uh, I, I mean, it's all bullshit. But the important thing is to uh, 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 keep up with the with the music. You know, like. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, promote any way we we can you know like i was saying like get it to the uh to new people that have it that don't know the band yet and that sort of stuff so in in a way uh focusing on the on the digital has actually been kind of like helpful in in that front in a way like uh i think in a way we have actually benefited from from the whole uh, pandemic thing because now we've had more more time to prepare better like every time we we released an album in the past uh everything was rushed to uh, yeah. to get it out to go out and play to do things and now we have time to actually perfect things a little bit better so i think that's the the real positive from from all this it's grabbing and taking a positive in a pretty negative situation it's easy to get bogged down in it i think particularly as well in if you're an artist wherever it might be, be it music or painting or whatever it might be at the moment, it's not exactly a great place to be. So it's good that you've been able to take those positives. But that effect on how Rusty Eye operates, uh, in particular when it comes to pushing the album, and it, it's already, it got delayed a few times, right? It was supposed to be released back in January, am I correct? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Mm -hmm. So like with those delays and the now desire, the fact you've got to push it and push it and push it, has, how has that affected the operating model that you have with Rusty Eye? Well, actually, the delays uh, benefit us in a in a way because uh, due to the due to the due to not being able to release the album right away, uh, that's how we actually got the the deal with a uh, uh, blood blast mm. uh, distribution. If we wouldn't have gotten that, we wouldn't like release the the album as we always did. 
and of course uh, having the the support from uh, from a nuclear blast company like has done uh, uh, very good for us. So that mm -hmm. was actually an an advantage. If we would have released in January, we wouldn't have gotten that. So that was um, a good thing. Uh, we also got a pushback from from the manufacturing of the. The, yeah, the cassette players. Oh, yeah, they were coming from was, China. Very yeah, it was that a was multinational actually, uh, conspiracy to delay our album. <laughs> <laughs> that was actually, <laughs> that was actually a, a bigger constraint than than the than the pandemic. You see, we made the uh, the boom boxes with the cassette tapes. Uh, do you have one, Tony? Yeah, and uh, uh, those were manufactured in China mm. uh, when the whole uh, pandemic started. So they actually, uh, they got delayed, but the cassette tapes, they were made in Canada. Oh. And they also got, uh, like, it's a, it's a box set, right? It comes with the, with the cassette inside. Nice. And uh, uh, this is <laughs> what we basically sent to the, to the American uh, media as a promo kit so that's what what was going to kick off the the release right so uh china gets delayed and then canada gets delayed and then uh china at least gave us a date but canada didn't like there was no set date when we were going to get the cassette tapes and then because it was uh, manufactured in different places we actually had to manually assemble the the box set and pack it and put the cassettes inside you know so uh that was uh like we were ready to go and we didn't know when we were going to launch so um as soon as canada gave us like an estimate date it wasn't even a set date uh then we released that we set up all the dates and decided to release the the album in uh, in october with months ahead doing the the singles it must be it must just be such a nice uh, chance to sit back and go uh, it's all done all that work and all the effort <laughs> and all the delays and the problems who oh, were done you know yes yeah well, well we're always looking for new problems to uh take on <laughs> so you know well we you know we keep to try to keep the momentum going and keep busy and like always be working on stuff and like like Pablo was saying we're working on a our whole live rig like revamping that live production now and yeah so this yeah, that's another thing. Like I was saying, we always rush. So now we want to uh, bring production to the show. Mm. You know, like uh, we're a three piece, so we have to like fill all the all the space, right? So uh, if we're gonna give like a like a show, like a, like event like Rush does or something like that, we need uh, we need to sound like we do on the on the record. So uh, we've been working very hard now that we have the time. Yeah. We're like, okay, like the album's released, you have to jump on the stage. Now we can think about it. So we're uh, going to be like a video experience. We're going to have uh, uh, all the samples that you hear on the on the record. You're going to hear all the keyboards that you hear on the record playing with us. So we've been working on, on that. Another pro of the not being able to go out and play. Now we can actually sit down and work on this. You know, it's difficult because we don't have a team of like big bands. They have like a team of people working on different areas at the same time. We basically, uh, us three, we do everything. We're the yeah. uh, the label, the roadies, the everything. Yeah. The epitome of a DIY only. That's what you guys are. Right? Exactly. Mm -hmm. 
I mean, going back to the boombox, I've got to bring that back up. So, you know, one of the, that's pretty much the coolest variation of <laughs> variations you've done on this release. Whose idea was this? Because this tapes itself were making a bit of a comeback, I think, in the collector's market. People love a cassette. But the boombox idea, I have not seen anyone do that. Not <laughs> since they were in vogue. Right. Yeah, Mr. Rust. Yeah. Mr. Rust, yeah. Yeah, I, uh, I, I mean, it took me, uh, I, I have always been looking for what would be the most impressive, like, package we could send to the media, right? Mm. Uh, we always have that, uh, that problem where we, uh, we get shunned by the, by the outlets. Like, they yep. don't give us the, the space or the, or the time of day. Of so what would be, like, extremely impactful for people to talk about us, right? And I looked for uh, for many many ideas, and uh, I, I thought about the Walkman. But the problem with the Walkman is that you need the headphones, and the Chinese headphones that come with the with the Walkman they're not that great, and uh, like there was like a lot of constraints, right? And uh, then I saw the Tool album that comes with a with an LCD screen, and that kind of like gave me the idea to go on a different uh uh technological like like angle like they're trying to bring in the lcd and make it the most modern how do we make it the most retro and at the same time the most uh practical you know when the uh it took a while to look uh in china who uh who made them because that's something that you cannot get uh, uh here in the states or canada or like no one no one manufactures like no. that you know but uh, China does, <laughs> and then <laughs> Thanks, Tony. the the minimum the minimum orders were uh, oh, three hundred thousand units. Oh, so yeah, that's crazy. the minimum, right? So you need a lot of money, a warehouse, you know. So I I was very lucky to find a company that had that particular model because also the look was important. Some of them they didn't look like like that, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, they were like uh, some of them were very seventies. They had like kind of like the wood type of thing. Others were very uh, modern, so they were like very silver, you know. I wanted kind of like the eighties look. I finally found it, and they said, uh, "Listen, we can do um, uh, uh, a run of one fifty because someone in the UK made a huge order." So we can actually uh, change the voltage in the end of the line for the American, you know, like standard and, uh, and printing your log on them, that's easy. So uh, we, can, we can totally do that. And they did, but the problem was they couldn't make the box in China. So we had to make the box in the States. And this is very funny. The box actually cost more than the, than the boom box. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, the packaging. <laughs> And there are people are thinking being in a band just means pick up a guitar and play some music and that's it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Yeah, if it was only that easy, right? If only it was. And as you said, there's only 150 of these. These are limited editions. So oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Be quick. Yeah. <laughs> and we are, we are actually uh, uh, <laughs> releasing them 10 by 10 on our, on our store. That way uh, uh, we'll run out that quick and uh, uh, kind of like get people like interested in like waiting for the, you know, creating a little bit more of expectation. Mm. Because if we just, uh, if we just put them all out there, like they're just going to fly, you know. So uh, kind of like to 
keep the momentum going and stuff like that. Like uh, mm -hmm. gradually we go 10 by 10, you know. Yeah, I mean, keeping the momentum going, I think it's quite important, particularly at this time when the, how you would normally keep the momentum going is obviously going out and playing live, which has obviously been taken yeah. away from you. Is that something you've been able to come to terms with individually? Uh, we'll start with you, Baron. Have you been able to come to terms with the simple fact that you cannot tour or this, this album? Um, I don't know what come to terms means with, I mean, like, I have to deal with it. Like, yeah. that's one part, but like, I mean, the day cannot come soon enough where I'm in a mosh pit, you know, <laughs> like, but yeah, we'll see what happens. Um, it's just, yeah, I think I still am coming to terms with it, honestly. Like, mm -hmm. I can't, uh, you know, depending on what you mean by that, but I, I, I don't think that this is a way to live life, you know, like we have to have live music back, like just live streaming is just isn't the thing you know like mm. you try to do it you try to like be like okay let's see let's see this and it's like ah but anyway i i i just want to keep trying to figure out what we can do how we can continue to like you know we have we actually have some uh, more music that we've been developing that we might start releasing singles on like you know once the web uh ebb from the album goes away we might do more music videos like we're gonna mm. have to think more digitally than you know mm. traditionally we've been doing and uh, whether I like it or not doesn't really matter. I just got to do it, you know? Yeah, that's it. it it's not like you have yeah. a choice in this matter. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a little, little bit bigger than me. Just <laughs> <laughs> what about yourself, Ms. Randall? Uh, yes, it's, it's just a bummer. We can't play live it, these songs that we worked so hard to put in an album. And uh, I mean, we'll see what happens. I think things are going to start opening maybe mid next year. Um, and some people are already playing shows in some places. It's just, you know, I guess um, I wouldn't be opposed to playing one of those shows where people drive in mm, okay, and yeah. you're, they're in their car, <laughs> you know, that would be fun. Uh, people need, things are getting creative. I think people, as more time passes, people are getting creative and, and something will pop up, something yeah. cool. And I'm looking forward to see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I think, uh, like I said, you know, like let's make the mess the best out of it in mm, any way. Best of the mess. <laughs> yeah. But uh, hopefully, when things go back to uh, to normal, you know, we uh, uh, there's gonna be a lot going on because every this is a, the, the, every no one can actually do much right now. Uh, a lot of the actually this season that we release the album in. Uh, there's a lot of releases coming out for the same reason, you know, they were talking about bands having the mm -hmm. everything from uh, that they probably finished like uh, last year. Yeah. Uh, just shelved and holding. What, what do you do? You know, I, I guess uh, uh, judging by uh, by a lot of bands, uh, like, for example, like Carcass or uh, who else recently put albums? Well, there's like a million of them, but... Mm. Um, I think we did the right thing putting it out on the season where everyone's yeah. putting out the yeah. the albums, you know. My, I think my dying bride too. What's going on? It has been an incredibly, uh, aside from the gig calendar being empty, it has been an incredibly busy year for music from everyone, yeah. from brand new bands mm -hmm. to, as you've already mentioned, the likes of my dying bride and carcass, legends of the scene. Um, yeah. Ain't stopping, <laughs> you know, <laughs> it never stops filling up, put it that way, you know. Exactly. Yeah, that, that's a cool thing about this year, I guess. There's a lot of uh, releases that are really cool. Yeah. 
and fingers crossed if we enter 2021 and things have improved however it may be whatever in every way uh 2021 and so on is going to be very busy if you like going to shows or playing them. yeah getting yourself uh, books yes. might be a bit of a problem because of how packed yeah mm. it's yeah. gonna be super packed yeah and uh, yeah, all the tours they got canceled they got moved to the next year <laughs> yeah everything yeah. from uh, 2020 is like being moved to the next mm. year indefinitely right so there's probably going to be a uh, uh, yeah, it's like all, said, yeah like, I'm, I'm seeing like every show every show postponed to September October yeah. I had tickets to Primus oh uh, uh, I did too and, and <laughs> yeah, that's, I, did and too. that's <laughs> I mean it got postponed <laughs> it got postponed till till next year so they it's gonna, gonna be packed. they were gonna play yeah. uh, Fer, uh, Rush's Fer, yeah. Farewell to Kings the whole, the, yeah, the whole yeah. Yeah. yeah incredible <laughs> So how about uh, having fun making the videos you've been doing so far? I mean, the one oh, for Hellbound yes. Witch in particular is bloody awesome. <laughs> Thank oh, you. Oh, those, those videos were so much fun to make, you know, because uh, we rented out a bar and we were drinking and like we had, you know, dancers. It was, it was awesome. Like, uh, this is the, way to uh, do all the weirdness. Jumbo's uh, Clown Room is like uh, a classic uh, uh, burlesque uh, bar in uh, in Hollywood. Uh, Lemmy actually used to love it there, and they have a lot of uh, like fun stories too. Like uh, Courtney Love used to be a dancer there at one point, and it's like a legendary uh, burlesque uh, a place. Place and and the uh, when the girls dance they uh they do it to like very good music like it's yeah. not like you're, really uh, good uh you know they can uh they can it's be a uh, rock and roll yeah yeah burlesque, burlesque bar. to uh to dancing to the deftones to marilyn manson mm. or you name it right yeah and uh <laughs> we uh we wanted to do the to do the uh the bar shots for this is permanent at the rainbow but they didn't let us because of the they have to have the the bars closed oh. mm -hmm. so uh, uh they were like worried like they would get like some sort of uh um notice or something like, yeah because yeah, they were like partially someone... open the rainbow's like doing the restaurant thing and then if they open the bars then it might be right. conflict yeah I mean, you can drink at a table, but you need to be in a table. So, like, yeah. they had a conflict with Yeah, it. one of the health on, people come in, they're like, ah! Like, on <laughs> the other hand, uh, uh they, uh, uh, they have been closed since. And uh, all the girls have been doing uh, uh, streaming and that sort of thing. Yeah, only fans. And uh, <laughs> they were actually very, uh, very happy to... Uh, to rent the place for us for uh, for a couple of hours, um, the, and the girls that we that, that we got for the video, they're actually jumbo dancers. So like they were very happy to go back to uh, to jumbos and uh, and do their thing. And uh, even even if we were like shooting, it was uh, we were mimicking the real a real night that at jumbos where people yeah. sit sit down in in front of them and then throw the money and they play the music. And they then, so it was, a, it was a lot of fun for us and for them. Yeah. <laughs> it looked like a lot of work regardless, though. And uh, I'm going to presume, though, that a lot of the alcohol that was drunk was not actually alcohol, because considering the amount you consume in the video, you must have been wrecked by the end. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, the, the, yeah. The, the, the shots were not real. 
we could oh, imagine. Oh, of course, yeah. That was that was like uh, seven in the morning or something. When we started, <laughs> yeah. It's just too it too early. <laughs> but the beers, like after we were there until like three, I was uh, he did have a buzz. Yeah, we had to, we had to keep doing takes for some reason, you know, I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> that was fun. <laughs> So back to the album, it also has some horror cuts in it, you know, horror-related stuff. Where does the interest in horror come from? And uh, how do you decide on what you're going to use for inspiration? Well, I guess I it's like... We, we're, we're, all, we're all yeah, horror we're, fans. <laughs> yeah, we all have, like, our different processes. Um, but, like, you know, the inspiration, I don't think you really choose it. It's just something that kind of, like epiphany or like whoa yeah, that right. kind of like yeah. rings you know that, that i see something there so like what is that you know so and then that usually sparks it and then you kind of just you know explore it and that's kind of what things keeping go. up with the with the narrative right like uh, with the band and the catalog as a whole because uh we always yeah, continuity. To, uh, uh sing about something we do something that we've done before basically mm -hmm. right so there's always uh uh variants and things to do to the next you know the uh doing a song about the the omen particularly mrs baylock like that's uh that's a very old uh idea yeah but uh we've never really gotten to uh to define it the way we with it for example and in this record we also have uh well the whole uh hellbound the uh, which which uh, which is I always wanted. I always wanted to make a song about witches, um, but in, in, if you if you read the lyrics, it's 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 like the perspective of the witch who is actually not. It's more of a pagan witch, and she's yeah. not evil, but the society is the one that like projects their fear into her, and and she's evil. Yeah, it's like know? the two points of view of the same thing. Yeah, yeah. and I so, have a. I, I had a lot of uh, uh, interest in that song in particular because that's something that hasn't been uh, properly uh, uh, exploited. I think the last time I heard something like that was with uh, with Cathedral in the in the nineties when they did uh, Hopkins. Yeah. But Which find the, Yeah. No, it's not like a, like and there's a lot of like the, the witch this and witch that and it's kind of like a trending topic, but it's not yeah. the the same type of uh, witches that we're talking about, like something very, uh, very funny, is that the uh, that show, the American Horror Story, it had a, a Stevie Nicks as a witch and something. So now every basic girl is a witch, <laughs> and, 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 and that kind of like lost the whole uh, plot and look and yeah. sound of the whole thing. So, and then and then when when it came to for example, this is permanent. We, uh, I think it was uh, Mr. Ross who came up with bringing Timothy Leary uh, samples into the mix. No, I think that was Tony. Oh, do you? No, this this actually was Tony? like an old idea I had too. This is permanent. I was actually thinking like, what's if I had a strain of weed, what would I name it? I was thinking like, ah, oh, you're gonna swallow your tongue. The cops are outside. This is permanent. You know, I was like, wait, this is permanent. That sounds good. <laughs> Apparently other people have used that as a, as a song title, but that became the inspiration for it to be like a drug themed kind of thing, you know, and it just grew from there. But, but yeah, the, sa the sample itself, I think he was Oh, the sample, about yeah, that was, that yeah. was Mr. Rust for sure, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But it, of course it just makes sense, you know. If, yeah. And then yes. we had to have Italian horror. 
so of course. we have uh, all the colors, all the colors of, of, the, of the dark. Of the yeah. Yeah, we, we, yeah. we have a big influence. Uh, I don't know if, uh, if you've seen in our previous record, Possessor, we had Claudio Simonetti from Goblin come in in a couple songs. Mm. Uh, and that was, that was really uh, relevant to us because Goblin is a big influence yeah. in our music. So individually, are all your horror tastes quite different? Like, what do you individually look for um, when you want to watch horror, starting with Baron? Um, me, personally, I like camp. You know, like I like 70s, 80s, like old school, like terrible, good, you know, it kind of blends together somewhere. <laughs> so I, get um, I used to raid the Amoeba dollar bin for my movies. It's like instead of like buying a new movie, I could buy 20 like clearance movies and at least one of them's got to be good. Amazing. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm more, more like that old school camp. Um, I can like some of the newer movies, uh, but usually I feel like they're overproduced and I like practical effects and stuff like that. So. Were you, Mr. Rust? Uh, well, I like uh, uh, everything European, from the Hammer movies to the Italian horror and the, the Spanish movies, too. Like, basically, the old exploitation type of stuff. Uh, and the American movies, I love everything 80s. Uh, that was a great uh, period for it, even at a, at a mainstream uh, level. But mostly, um, uh, for me to like something, it has to be old, um, underground <laughs> in a way, exploitational. Of course, I like the practical uh, effects, just like uh, Baron was saying. But um, no, definitely that type of thing. You know. What about you, Miss Randall? Uh, well, obviously, yeah, the classics are amazing. Anything like Stuart Gordon, anything. Uh, Dario Argento, Lucio Fucci. Um, I particularly like Devil Seed. I love going back in the, to the retros, but lately I've been, you know, movies like Hereditary, and uh, yeah. The Witch, uh, things like that that are, even The Lighthouse, uh, even though it's not exactly horror, horror it's kind of fantasy horror. I, I, I really like, I really like um, The Void. It's a oh, interesting, yeah. very good um I don't know. It's just like, I, there's a lot of, I am very picky with like the new horror, but when I find one, it's like, uh, there's some really good stuff happening right now in horror. So yeah, I gotta to say, see. I love Mandy, Nicholas Cage is Mandy. Like such a great, yes. oh, yeah, that yeah, yeah. Yeah. Basmos Cosmatos, if you're listening, you rock, do a music video for us. Like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we love, I love Mandy too. It's amazing. Yeah, you're right. There are good stuff to be found out of there. You just have to look yeah, and willing look. to, you know, sit and watch, basically. Yeah. So, going forward then, this you have a pretty ambitious live show planned. Am I right? Yes. Can you give any details as to what fans might expect from this? Well, we want to um, uh, basically, like, start doing a video projection, and Ooh. we want to... Uh, sync the music to the to the images and um, now that we're working a lot with like MIDI and that type of thing we can make that uh, happen so basically we can trigger the the videos with the with the drums we can uh, sync them to the music um, there's a there's a lot of like very cool things you have to do with that so that's one aspect 
sound wise like uh when we do records like there's a lot going on like uh uh people are like actually finally noticing that we use the the synths mm -hmm. but this is something we've been doing for years but since they don't take the uh they're not like right out there in front of the the guitars mm. like people sometimes they don't even like uh like compute but we made yeah. that a little bit more obvious on this release right but they always been there so there's a lot of like even like the older songs that uh i don't think that the when we played in live like we're like giving them any uh any justice because we're they're yeah. not sounding like they sound on the record so now we're gonna have all the synths all the samples all the movie bits uh for instance that uh uh that song uh from possessor the serial kind uh, we have uh, Alex Mitchell from Circus of Power uh, doing a duet with uh, with Julie, right? And because I don't have the the same uh, singing style and voice uh, he does, uh, she usually sings the whole song, right? Yeah. So now we're going to be able to actually have him properly uh, do the duet stage. with her. <laughs> without yeah. being there yeah. uh but we're not doing uh like uh any like really like we're not uh, doing like backing tracks and all like we're going to to be performing we're just going to have all the everything additional that's playing with us playing with us live and everything synced and uh we're, we're going to have like our in ears and uh like very clean very organized like actually like i said like bringing production to mm. the to the live show you know mm -hmm. Yeah, we've had more of a punk rock approach, like show up, plug in your amps, fucking go. You know, and we always play everything 20, 30 BPM faster. So we're all like, ah! but now it's going to be a little more controlled uh, and like rich and like right. immersive and stuff. And, yeah. and it's been very good, but I don't think uh, like if you see us play and you've never heard the records before, then you're not getting the whole idea of what we're like trying to uh to express yeah. you know mm -hmm. no, that's fair that's fair and uh, is this going to be a live stream uh well we have a plan uh uh that got a little bit delayed which is actually good due to the the pandemic aspect of things but we did um um well rusty i actually was one of the very first bands to actually have a website Mm -hmm. like back in 1995 when that wasn't uh, a thing no the website wasn't good but it was uh like any other website at the at the time yeah and this was with a with a platform called uh, geo city so that's uh oh, yeah. <laughs> rusty version version one uh the current rusty is version six but version four uh when we released possessor we did a live performance uh video so you would go to the website and you would see us uh, perform possessor in its entirety and it each does. one of us we had our own screens just like we're doing right now with the whole uh, yeah brady bunch squares and we were playing the whole <laughs> yeah and it was kind of like a like a, a jukebox where you can pick whatever song you want and then we yeah we had we played play. all the songs I remember it was great. Yeah, and uh, are so we gonna do the same? Every similar twelve camera angles, so it was crazy, right? And uh, this got a lot of uh, notoriety. Like we were in magazines, like people were talking about the website, and then 
um, the smartphones come out. I mean, this was built with Flash. So it stopped working on the uh, on the phones. Of course. Right. Uh, right. Yep. Right, after, uh, right, right after we built it, right? And Filmed over it. the years, <laughs> I've been thinking, how can we bring that idea to the next mm. level, you know, which is very difficult because what, like we went too far, like what can you do? And other than making it a cell phone compatible, like what else can you do to it, right? And then after some research, I realized that uh, we can actually do a 360 VR video. Uh, that way, now we're all playing in the same room, and you can actually almost you don't have like the, you're there. <laughs> if you don't, if you have the helmet thing, you're standing there with us. If you don't, you can always like drag the the performance. I saw uh, who was it? Pain. Uh, do a, a live streaming for the pandemic like this on a, on YouTube on a 360 type of thing. So now the challenge is going to be uh, building our own uh, console because if we do it with uh, with YouTube, we cannot do the whole uh, uh, pick your pick the song you want to hear like kind of like a oh, yeah. music, music music player type of thing. So, but we already have it all figured out. So. Um, as soon as we finish our, our live uh, uh, production thing for uh, Dissecting Shadows, we already have the, the studio. We have everything ready. We're going to go and shoot the, the performance, uh, put it up on the, on the website. So that's the next plan. That should be the, uh, the fourth single for the, the record. That is incredible. Which is the whole record. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I find that incredible. That is so exciting. To, that is, I'm not done VR a VR gig yet. I I want to. This might be the first mm -hmm. time. Try. It's fantastic. I, I, I recently. Ask, sorry, oh, go, go ahead. No, go, go ahead. On. No, no. Things are getting really cool. Like uh, I recently, I I have a VR Vive set, and mm. and recently there's another program where you can go to a movie theater and and watch a movie. Like you're in a movie theater watching a movie there's and there's people that come in and sitting next to you there's strangers but <laughs> it's, it's, it's weird so, so things, things are getting really good i think i think that's the future for sure uh, <laughs> going on there i mean my we always end up we always end up wrapping up an interview coming to the end with a question uh, with bands about social media because a lot of bands hate social media, hate using it or struggle with it. Um, normally, they would start talking about how good, whether or not you guys enjoy it or you consider yourself savvy at it. But considering what you've said and what you're planning, your technological brains are clearly quite switched on and you're clearly <laughs> quite advanced in regards to how you're using modern technology. Do you, the, you. I suppose you can still answer the part of it. Do you actually enjoy it though? That side of things. Well, let, let me tell you about something, and this is I'm very uh, uh, pissed off uh, at it. Um, Facebook mm. blocked our two of our videos for. Uh, we got censored. And that has <laughs> really um, hurt our numbers. You know, like the whole approach to this was to, the whole the whole goal of this record was to take take the band to the next level yeah to uh double triple or quadruple or our audience to get to more people than we have ever reached 
and we released this experiment and, and that was uh, certainly like we were breaking all sorts of records. Mm. Uh, we released Can't Wait to Go to Hell. They accuse us of uh, promoting mutilation. Ah. And uh, wow. uh, the video oh, no, is right. up <laughs> on, uh, on Facebook. Yeah, it's so milk toast. It's so, it's like artsy. Like it's a, it's a chick lying there with like blood droplets like going over her body while we rock out. You know, like. Right. It's. And, what? Um, <laughs> and, and, and it's like, it's, it's what they call shadow ban. Like they didn't take the video down. The video is up, yet 100 people have seen it on YouTube. Oh, and this kind of ties together with, uh, I mean, sorry, Facebook, but this kind of ties together. Yeah, when, YouTube is doing good. When someone sees something on YouTube, they like it, and when they think about it, they go search on YouTube. Yeah. That's just kind of like how it works, right? So it has really uh, hurt us. And now, uh, with uh, the Hellbound Witch, well, the cannibals, creepers, witches, crosses, fire, that was a big no-no again. Mm -hmm. But the funny thing is, is that there's like, uh, back in the 80s, like you had like censorship and all that, and this was like, a, like very dumb people uh, judging things. Now you don't even have that. Now it's a computer. Mm. So it's yeah. totally fine yeah. to have- It's an AI. Yeah, they fed Tipper Gore into like the, the algorithm. On, uh, <laughs> on this is permanent, but uh, but a drop of blood and strippers is like no. So, I mean, they should have uh, censored their three videos, but I know they should have done them all. It's <laughs> sex, drugs, and violence, and only drugs is okay apparently. Yeah. yeah, we kind of like slipped through the matrix, and I was thinking, what if we re-edit the "Can't Wait to Go to Hell" video like and color it different, and the blood was blue. Yeah, Would their computer be intelligent to pick up, pick uh, catch that, right? Wow, yes. <laughs> messed up. Because there's not even a person like looking at this. Yeah, you can't appeal it. Millions yeah. of videos, like they cannot have like uh, guardians like checking and you know. Yeah, so it's, a, uh, a chair, yeah. it's not the uh, it's not like in the '80s, but it's still draconian uh, uh, times. With well, these. it could have been also somebody who reported it. Maybe somebody was like, "I don't like this," and reported it. I doubt it. No, I mean, no, like it, we it have to have a significant amount, amount, enough amount of views before some, a person like that would see it. You know what I mean? Yeah, like no, it has to have been a, a it, robot. Yeah, it's the, you you can see it if you're looking for it. Like if you go in her page and go to the videos thing, and uh, you can see it. But like, there's no way of it spreading. And, yeah, then it's not see? being seen. It's not being seen. Not, yeah, no, like yeah. if if we if we had had like twenty thousand views and then we got all these complaints, like I would understand that. Mm. But yeah. when we're no, like we're, trying to get a hundred and like you know it's already blocked. Um, also, yeah, you can't uh, put money on it to promote it. Like they don't want anything sure. to do with it. So. Uh, 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 this is permanent. Got uh, I think twenty thousand plays on Facebook. Mm -hmm. uh, can't wait to go to hell. Fifty something. Hellbound witch. Thirty something. <laughs> and that was it. Yeah. So, and hellbound witch was the the strongest video out of all of them. Yeah. You know. Like yeah. The that's... witches, Halloween, your know, butts, like. It's, it's the most. Awesome. Co it's the most <laughs> cohesive one. For sure. Yeah. Oh, it must. It's incredibly frustrating that you're you're playing the system. You know how the system works, the algorithms, and how to please things. And regardless, you still come a cropper, and fall yeah. foul of the Facebook. Yeah. Get flagged by a by a robot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the robot police. Yeah. It's but other than that, I mean, social media has been great, particularly in these times. You know, like uh, that's been the only real problem we have uh, with it. Uh, another funny thing. 
I didn't know what a TikTok was. <laughs> and then I get a, I get a, a, a royalty notification from TikTok. Well, it turns out that a song from the first record called uh, Who the Fuck Are You trends with little kids. And they, uh, they use it on their videos. So there's hundreds of them uh, using this very old song. Wow. And, uh, and then all of a sudden I realized that we're a thing on, on TikTok. So I opened an account and do, uh, uh, put videos there. Not the stuff that we'd normally do because uh, like when I say kids, we're talking about like eight-year-olds, 10-year-olds, like uh, getting into rusty eye because of this uh, song. Uh, old song, which is, uh, it's a sample from uh, Friday the 13th and then it starts with, uh, with, the, with the bass. Hmm. And they, uh, they use this in a lot of uh, uh, contexts with the... Uh, a lot of people do like they do the kind of like the whole skit that the, your your face recognition thing on your phone doesn't recognize you because you have your mask on. So <laughs> the phone basically tells them who the fuck are you, what the fuck do you want, and then they take the the mask <laughs> off and they start like headbanging to the to the base. And there's like so many of them. It's it's like it's like crazy. Do you have, do you have a, a sample? I don't think you can screen it on 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 the. You can share uh, oh, yeah, like that. the uh, screen. I can, can you share? Because this is... Uh, I don't uh, know. There's one, <laughs> there's one that it's like an older woman and uh, she's got like some filter with like the money case and like some devil shit going on. Let me show oh, you this. Oh my goodness me. This is, uh, this is pretty amazing. Like, um, yeah, it's from a song from 25 years ago. <laughs> I can't. Yeah, big, big this. You, what the fuck do you want? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> and then, uh, no, there's uh, there's hundreds of them. Like, uh, uh, yeah, no, this 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 stuff is crazy. Like, I, I, who would have who would have thought, right, that we uh, would gather. Yeah. Uh, it's a like, like, like that guy, I, trying, you know? like that guy with the, you know, uh, Fleetwood Mac song. It's like, oh yeah, <clears throat> change, change oh, things. Uh, yeah, that's uh, <laughs> no, that it's amazing how powerful that it was. Is. Very, uh, yeah, his story uh, is that, cool. something that was very uh, useful for us. I grabbed him, but I, 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 I made him do. Uh, can't wait to go to hell. And then he sings like Miss Randall. Okay. <laughs> uh, well, there's there is actually an app where you can pay famous people to cameo. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. Maybe we can get him. <laughs> I don't know. We can try. Well, that, that <laughs> I'm sure everyone is on there now, so you might as well at least check, see how much. It yes. Costs. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, that's that the, one I, I just showed you. Some yeah, pretty next two thousand plays. <laughs> Might be a good yeah. idea. It, it didn't do bad at all. So I'm going to presume the royalty check that came from TikTok made you all millionaires. Oh yeah. Oh no, yes, it was right. like it was I don't like even work. Cents, <laughs> but, uh, but certainly they pay more than Spotify. That I can tell you because it's a little snippet and you uh it roll and then. Uh, like for instance, that one that I grabbed the guy with the skateboard and I put "Can't Wait to Go to Hell." That's two thousand plays. Mm. Like getting yeah. those numbers on Spotify is like uh, 
like you have to devote your whole life to it uh, you know uh, yeah Speaking, Speaking of, of which, Spotify, uh, Spotify yeah. doesn't put us on the on their editorial playlists, and mm -hmm. uh, Bloodless has tried everything. They put us on top of the list. They put us on the Nuclear Blast top releases. Nothing. They won't. Like, we won't get them. You know. Uh, on the other hand, Apple Music, Deezer, like we release something like straight to the new hmm. new music new metal tracks yeah. whatever right it's, it's interesting snobs. Yeah. snobs you know they won't uh they won't do yeah <laughs> do you, can you even can you even harbor a guess as to why uh i have a a, a, a friend that works there uh, an insider and uh, they take this whole shit very seriously. So like the people that, that they're- Curate, editor, the curators. Uh, no, okay. You cannot know who they are and you cannot, I was like, hey, get me their addresses. I'll send them a, a boom box. And they're like, uh, yeah, that's a wonderful idea. Did you get me the addresses? No, they worry for their safety. Like, oh, yeah, because we're gonna go in like people have been sending out promos for since the 50s i think I, I mean i have a directory all over the world with like media outlets and addresses and po boxes and uh, mm. no harm with that you know but wow. uh, yeah they worry for their safety like they're like there's ivory tower you cannot you know and uh yeah, they that's, that's one thing me, that things have changed. Like, it's not they, like it they used did to be. me a very good favor when uh, "Can't Wait to Go to Hell" came out, and they put it on the new metal tracks on uh, on Spotify. Unfortunately, the single had been out for two weeks, mm. so it didn't really uh, stick latched onto the momentum. But mm -hmm. Apple Music, amazing! Like whatever we put out, like it goes there straight. That, that's good. That's the way it should be, you know. But no, they're they're. Yeah. There's knobs and also the people that they have like working there. Well, if they don't want to receive promos, do you think they're going to be going to shows, uh, talking to bands, keeping up with the scene? Of course not. Like they, uh, uh, also they, right now, like what, what else are they doing? I mean, like they should be trying yeah. to get all the promos they want, right? Like that's their only way of discovering new stuff besides like emails yeah. or something. Mm -hmm. But they're not into discovering new stuff, you know, they're, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's the the problem with that. You are fighting all challenges, many battles, and many fronts. It seems. Mm -hmm. Yes, yeah, right. social yeah. media is powerful, you know. But like, it, it's you know, it's a tool, and, uh, and all these efforts with uh, with Spotify and all this chasing and all these problems to get a, a royalty check for ten cents. That makes it even worse. <laughs> All right, guys, we'll wrap this up then with, well, what is pretty clear throughout this interview is that you guys aren't stopping. There's no calming down. It seems odd to even suggest new music when you've literally just released an album. But obviously that mm -hmm. was made quite a while ago. What's going on there? Are we just focusing on the live planned live show and the videos or are you working on anything bigger going forward? Well, we, uh, we were going to record two albums at the same time to wow. be ready uh, to cling onto the momentum when the first one was next. It was very difficult, so we uh, we only did one and a half. So we have the other half uh, ready to go as an EP, or we can go and record the the second half of the of the album, and that's uh, a, a very uh, 
uh, debatable decision at the moment because with this whole Spotify playlisting game, I think uh, the smartest thing to do will be to keep on pounding them. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, with singles? With singles. Yeah, we might just yeah. have yeah. a single space release for like half a year or something. Yeah. Not my preferred Sparkle. format, but the uh maybe that like if we release like uh, i was thinking on it this way if we release one, one single every two months that's 10 months that's almost a year we can yeah. we can still yeah. keep relevant Just squeeze right. every out, yeah. out of each one totally. make a video for each one and like yeah it's not uh, as much effort as releasing an album i mean we wouldn't get reviews or we wouldn't be it wouldn't open doors for festivals and stuff like like let's say like albums actually do yeah but at least with the with the um, singles, we can we can give ourselves another year hmm. until things go back to normal and we can go and play play shows. Mm -hmm. You say, yeah, you say. I mean, you won't get perhaps the same amount of coverage as you do with an album, but you get you can also get a different kind of coverage with the singles. You know, uh, people who don't review albums but do reaction videos and music, right, right. of course, <laughs> things like that. Of yeah. course, yeah, yeah. Ripe for reactions, like for people, yeah, to, you know, they're perfect for it. Yeah, if we do go for a single space, like a uh, release model, I guess. Uh, we, I mean, we'd really just have to promote and like boost them all as much as we possibly can. You video for each one, there's a there, and, and there's a couple of complications with that. And this was actually uh, going back to Spotify when their CEO told the uh, artist that you cannot be doing uh, taking four years to do an album, yeah. I mean that's a problem with this. Like for the music to be amazing, for the for a song to really capture us, you really have to like uh, like spend a lot of time, a yeah. lot of money, studio time, uh, and those things take years. You know, like if you if you oh don't release do. an album for years, like yeah. but then everything would sound like 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 crap. You know, and you you won't get an, a reaction from people, and you won't get the attention. So that's yeah, something that I find very album. conflicting yeah. with the yeah. I, uh, and that's something I find very conflicting with this going the singles thing, you know, because also if I want if, if we were to uh, to release the, the whole album as singles, uh, that would take a lot of like uh, like effort in promotion, you know, like we're not like Metallica here that can keep promoting every single as if it was, you know, like it's uh, it's difficult as it is. So that's uh, that whole thing with the pace. I'm lucky that we that we have the the EP ready to go because. If we didn't, like, we'd be screwed by now, you know, like, going back to, to square one and writing yeah. the songs, arranging them, demoing them, recording them, like, it's a, it's a process, you know? Yeah, also, I mean, like, it's a different format, too. It's like, you know, the album's like a movie, and a single's like maybe a scene or a short or right. something, or an episode. But, yes. but, but I do have to say that the other songs we haven't released are pretty damn good, so... Yeah, <laughs> no, actually, I think we, we yeah. didn't release our best song, like which is great. I think. Yeah, yeah. We, we have some it, really, so. really strong songs we haven't yeah. released. But that is for the future. Mm. Whatever you decide, it'll be very, very exciting. Right now, the second shadows is out, and yes, go and buy those boom boxes because awesome. And buy and vinyl too. It's and vinyl, yeah, buy two. You know, like yeah, yeah. <laughs> vinyl, digital, whatever. <laughs>
Yeah, and if you buy from the UK, you gotta buy a lot because the shipping's really expensive. We know it's unfair, but just you know, buy a little bit of everything, and like we'll throw in some candy and some sunglasses and stuff. There <laughs> <laughs> oh, you go. Poster. <laughs> Rusty eye, guys. Thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it. Thank you. We appreciate. Thank you, you man. For your uh, this was great. We appreciate you, Carl. Thank you very much. Thank you very much for watching. You can check us out on gbhbell.com as well as on Facebook, Instagram. Twitter and Tumblr. Go to Patreon to help us out over there, that's patreon.com forward slash GBHBL as well as Big Cartel where you can find some of our merchandise. We have a podcast running on SoundCloud and Apple Podcasts and of course if you like this video do us a favour, hit the subscribe button and help the channel grow. Games, horror and heavy metal, what else is life for? <laughs>